Welcome to the program, David Rogers. David is um, a, a U.S. Navy SEAL combat veteran, served, uh, well, he's seen a lot of places in his day, Iraq, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Israel, Somalia, and, uh, of course, uh, part of a, a SEAL Team 6. He doesn't know that I found that out, but I found that out. Not that supposed he, to say that. Yeah, you didn't. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> Am I in trouble now? No, it'll you, be me. No, it'll be you. Well, you didn't tell me. So anyway, uh, he did, I didn't learn it from him. It's research. We have to do research before we have these guests. Know your audience. Exactly. Okay. If, if you know anything about uh, SEAL Team 6, it's the top the top level of, uh, of uh, our military serving us. And uh, David, thanks for your service. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's, uh, it's our pleasure. Appreciate it very much. What does a SEAL do? Well, uh, that's interesting that you act. Uh, the Navy SEAL community is actually, um, they're, they're part of the special operations community. Uh, SEAL gets its name from being able to operate in sea, air, or land. So there's no place in the world that SEALs can't operate, whether it's, you know, doing uh, operations from uh, parachutes to, to something over the water or uh, in the mountains. I mean, sea, air, and land, there's just no place on the earth that we can't operate. And uh, what do you do when you're operating? What's, what's, your, what's your mission? Well, there's a lot of different missions. There's a lot of different missions. A lot of it is just collecting information. Uh, some of it is doing some kind of strike, um, you know, strike uh, ability or, or even hostage rescue. But it all comes down to anti-terrorism, taking care of, of the people out there that, uh, that, that, that want to do harm and, and want to cause problems. You told me before that essentially it's problem solving at the highest level. Well, I can say in special operations, everybody gets this idea of what a special operator is. And if you really want to kind of boil it down, a special operator is uh, an individual that is a very good problem solver. Um, I know at 22 years old, I went to SEAL Team 6, and, and at the time, I could deal with stress, I could, I could multitask, I could, I could use, you know, all kind of brain function that allowed me to operate in that environment. And, you know, just over time, serving, uh, some of those abilities kind of, you know, diminish. And we, you know, a lot of vets find ourselves in a situation where now our brain is not functioning like it was at one point, and we kind of lose our purpose. And then, uh, you know, being the kind of individuals that we are to, to not only join the military, but try to get into something like special operations, we, we want to have a very strong purpose. You know, we want the purpose that, hey, if we don't perform our function, it's, it's life-threatening. You know, there's life and death, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, circumstances involved. So uh, going from that environment and serving in that environment, it takes a toll um, on, an on an individual's mind, and, and what it really comes down to is, is there's actually bra brain damage that occurs. So um, when, when did you when did you realize you had brain damage? When did you realize that these this deterioration in your functioning level uh, was caused by what you'd been through? Well, after I got out of the military, um, I, I I started a career as a stockbroker. Uh, I, I was an Edward Jones broker, and. And I started realizing, you know, th this is a lot to, to, to deal with. I, all of a sudden, I'm not able to multitask. Um, I kind of uh, fell into a system where, where I stopped being able to feel. You know, I couldn't feel emotion. I couldn't feel happiness or sadness or content. And I certainly couldn't, didn't have any executive function. I couldn't, I couldn't plan and execute. I couldn't, I couldn't just do the things that normal people do, not to mention somebody who's, who's uh, kind of designed to, to operate at a higher level. So in that process, somewhere along the line, I just, I kind of lost my purpose. You know, what am I here for? What am I trying to accomplish? And, and, 
you know, then, you know, after, after a while, 15 years of being treated, I realized, okay, there's some serious issues here. And, it, and you know, and it came, came to realize that there was some damage done. Was that treatment all done at the VA? You know, most of the treatment that I've had was at the VA. And, and I have to say the VA has done a good job of, of, of really caring and really trying. I think the issue is, is that their focus is not on actually healing the veteran. Um, about three months ago, I was, I was uh, blessed enough to um, uh, meet Mr. Theraldson, and he opened up a hyperbaric you know, oxygen uh, treatment here in Fargo, and he asked if I would come in and, and see if it was something that could help me. And after 15 years of, you know, different kinds of meds, I was on five different meds at one point, and, you know, some talk therapy and, and different things that the veteran, uh, veteran Administration had, it was doing some good, but it really wasn't, it wasn't healing me. The, the hyperbaric oxygen after about 30 treatments, I mean, all of a sudden my brain function that I had lost it, it has come back. Um, I can, I can kind of, I can, I can feel emotion. I can feel contentment. I, I, and, and it, it's amazing how over a three-month period, uh, I, I am now not in need of any medication. I'm not in. Uh, I, I have no issue as far as purpose and, and, and you know executive function. And it, and it's just really it's the answer is we have to heal the brain before we can do anything else with it. I kind of I look at it like a computer. Okay, the hard drive is damaged. Okay, the, the VA wants to uh, kind of install software into this computer, this brain. Um, but if the hard, hard drive is damaged, the software is not going to do any good. We've got to fix the hard drive, and then we can come back with the treatment that helps so many veterans. I've told uh, the viewers of this uh, program before and uh, the listeners of the radio show a story about Rusty Ort. And uh, Rusty, too, he had uh, uh, TBI. From, mm. a, from a brain injury, they initially in the army said, you don't, "You're fine. You're, you're faking it to get out," you know. Mm. And then he finally had a scan of his brain, worst uh, worst scan ever right. uh, that they'd ever seen, um, you know, clinically. And uh, guess what? Uh, hyperbaric oxygen treatment helped him. And his family is one of the reasons that Gary Tharlson, you mentioned uh, Mr. Tharlson earlier, um, decided to bring this clinic here and not only help vets uh, but also help uh, you know. Uh, kids with concussions and so many other things. And, it, and for the life of me, I don't understand this, but this is, this is one of those things we just need to bust through and help find a way. So I'm talking to David here. I've talked to uh, Rusty. I've talked to others. And they say, this helped me, but the VA doesn't do this treatment. What? I mean, yeah. that, that makes no sense. Now, I don't care what the reason is. Some would say it's the pharmaceutical industry that does not want uh, that treatment to, to succeed because then there will be a lot less meds necessary. I don't know. I don't care. The right. point is, Fix it. Fix it. you got a problem, fix it. And, uh, and, and that's what we can do for vets by having these uh, conversations because you're living proof. This is, is life-changing uh, you know, treatment that you received. Right. And there are so many, there are over 4,000 individual accounts of, individu of, of veterans who are suffering either TBI, PTSD, post-concussion. I mean, just all kinds of mental illnesses caused by, by, you know, by the war um, and, and, and serving in combat. And, you know, the bottom line is that, that this, this hyperbaric oxygen is really helping these guys. It really is. It's healing them. And that's the one thing that's missing at the VA is the healing component. Yeah, it is. By the way, Healing with Hyperbarics is the name of this clinic. 
Um, it is on 45th Street in Fargo, and uh, they, they are doing some incredible work. They really are. And, uh, you know, again, this one is here because, honestly, of benevolence uh, from Gary, Gary, Gary Tharleton. Uh, however, he's found a world-class doctor. Dr. Denham. Yeah, she, and, she's amazing. And she's done incredible things in Chicago at a similar clinic, and she's come here, and, uh, you know, her mission is to, to, is to make this go and, and great, and they're working on a number of different projects uh, for... Uh, for kids on the concussions and whatnot, but they wound care, they do all kinds of things. But in, in the case of veterans, we've just got to find a way. We've just got to find a way. Uh, but uh, I would encourage folks to learn more about the clinic. Yeah. Uh, healingwithhyperbarics.com, I think, is the, uh, is the website. Uh, and uh, you can stop in and see them as well. Right. Let me ask you the question before we let you go. What can we do? What, how, how do you think people can help more? What, how can we uh, not just say, oh, Veterans Day, check the box. Okay, we're good. Let's, uh, let's go. How can we help? Well, I, I think uh, the biggest thing is we got to heal the veterans and then we got to welcome them back in the community. Like you were talking about, if, if every citizen in, in Fargo actually knew the hearts and the minds of a healthy veteran, they would want them everywhere around them. That's, that's just the simple fact of the matter. Um, we can heal these guys, we can get them back into the community, we can uh, welcome them home, and, and in turn, those veterans are going to turn around and want to help other veterans. I feel so much better, and I've made it my mission now. My purpose in life is I'm going to help veterans for the rest of my life. That's what I'm somehow, some way. I don't really care about all the details. I'll get to that when the time comes. But that that's the way we can give back. Bring them in the community, help them out, find jobs, you know that kind of stuff. So, do you feel as though I mean, if you if you and I were two vets talking, and uh, you know, okay, no, nobody from the outside is listening, if you will. Um, are, are you saying, hey, you know, they take pretty good care of us. You know, I, I, feel, I feel thanked, I feel, I feel loved, I feel cared for, or, or do you say we, we have more to do? Well, um, I, I, would, I would have to say that as a veteran, I'm not really looking for, you know, somebody to say thank you. Um, it was my pleasure to serve. I'm, I, would, I was willing to give my life just so that we could have the freedom and, uh, in, you know, and in, in the, in the, in the democracy that we live in. Um, I, I think the way that we could, I think we all have an obligation to, uh, to, to help the vets kind of feel like they're, you know, come on, come back. We're, we're, we appreciate what you did. Let's get you healthy and let's get you back into doing something really cool here now. You know, nobody's shooting at us, so we have to kind of change our way of thinking. But now we can, there's a plenty that we can do to make Fargo better, to make America better. There's plenty of things that we can do. And I'm, I'm, trust me when I say a healthy veteran, you want as many as you can have everywhere, every turn. Thank you. Thank you. Thank I you for your service. You yeah. yeah, appreciate it very much. You got an amazing story. Yeah. When you think about that, it really is uh, phenomenal. I'm so glad you found the, the uh, hyperbaric clinic here and the treatment here, and uh, we'll stay in touch. Thank you, sir. I appreciate all that you do as well. David Rogers, U.S. Navy SEAL combat veteran, our guest on this uh, Veterans Day. We thank him. We thank all those who served. We'll talk a little bit more about what else we can do when we uh, continue on Point of View. Don't go away.